Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful, fabulous Monday morning. I know everybody is bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and ready to hit the day running. And if you're not, and you're dragging yourself out of bed if you're hitting this snooze alarm for the 27th time and looking for that uh, first sip of coffee or Mountain Dew or Dr. Pepper, whatever it is to get your day going, that uh, you will have a good day anyway. You know, I, I don't know why. It never fails. I can toss a turn all night long, but with just within the 30 minutes or an hour before I have to wake up is when I start getting into the best sleep I can ever get in. But if it's on my day off and I, it's a day I can sleep in, I'm up at the time I should be up for work day or before. So it's just, you can't win for losing, you know? It's just, it's just the way it works. But anyway, as I've told y'all before, you know, I understand, you know, whether it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever it is, uh, you know, if you wake up with a sour attitude, you wake up with a bad attitude, you know, and we do, you know, we, not everybody just wakes up springing to their feet, jumping for joy for the day. There are days when we wake up, we're just in a bad mood for no reason at all. And uh, all that I could tell you to do in those situations is really pray. Pray for the Lord to uh, to really change. Uh, only God has the power to, good morning, Don. Only God has the power to transform, change, and illuminate. And only in pray, God, please redirect my attitude. Help me not to be angry. Help me not to be in a bad mood. Help me, you know, to let your joy shine through me and uh, let me be that reflection. And uh, just give that to God in prayer. And, uh, and you ultimately can decide. You know, it's like each day. You know, I, something I have to really fight is my temper. One thing I have to fight is road rage. One thing I have to fight, you know, I have a lot of things I have to deal with too. And, and so I try to make a conscious decision. You know what? I'm not going to be angry today. I'm not going to be mad today. I'm not going to let these people get to me today. Uh, people who don't know what the passing lane is for, who wants to ride it mile after mile after mile. <laughs> people who don't know how to use their blinkers. People who pull out in front of you and flip you off. And it's just, you know... Ah, just try to calm down and just, hey, let's just try to smile and just try to live today because, hey, you know, we don't know what tomorrow brings. Let's just enjoy today for what it is. Let's put a smile on our face and let, us be, let it be used to serve God Almighty with all of our hearts, soul, mind, body, and being. So let's dive into God's Word this morning. Our uh, topic of conversation is Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2. And uh, if you have your Bibles, please uh, turn, use your Bibles. Uh, you know, it's one thing, you know, uh, I've said this, you know, I know it's not like a broken record sometimes, but, uh, you know, I have no problems with electronic devices. I have no problems with your smartphones, tablets. You can use those in church while I'm speaking, preaching. I, I care less. I, it doesn't bother me at all. But I don't want you all to neglect using your physical Bibles. I think it's imperative important uh, to highlight, underline, go back, memorize, read. And, and I think, you know, that, that just makes us stronger as Christians. You cannot be proficient in a battle if you don't know your weapon. And it's imperative that we know that weapon and we use it properly. So keep that in mind and that you will use it uh, more effectively. So uh, again, it's Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2. And it says, be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. And so, uh, you know, we look at this verse here. Let me uh, get my, my pretty self pulled back up here. <laughs> I know you're all excited about that. But, you know, um, one th there's a couple of things going on here. Of course, um, uh, we're talking about uh, hospitality. Uh, you know, don't, don't forget to entertain strangers. So, you know, even when this was written, uh, of course, they're talking about, you know, it may not, it may be somebody even 
ungodly. It may be uh, someone from a foreign land, someone they didn't know, you know, these kind of situations. Uh, but to show kindness, uh, irrespective of who they are and uh, where they're at spiritually, because uh, we want to be a witness to the world. We want to be a light in the world of darkness. Now, we, we can be friends with those in the world, in the world, but we can't have close intimate relationships with those in the world. We can't have a close friendship or, or a relationship. If someone is a Christian and you're hanging out with somebody that's not, it's so much easier for them to pull you down. It will ever be for you to pull them up. And, uh, and of course I've used the scenario of, um, of course, if I stand on a table and use on the floor, you could pull me down a lot quicker and pull you up. But anyway, uh, we need to, as Christians, make sure that we're showing hospitality. It may not be literally uh, bringing a stranger into your home and feeding them and clothing, that kind of situation. But uh, just as I was talking about last night uh, in my podcast, uh, where in this past week uh, when I was talking to Mrs. Uh, Carrie Astrup, uh, she was talking about uh, so many of these county schools who are under or not funded properly. You know, the city schools, uh, you know, I'm not trying to knock them, but they, you know, quite honestly, they get a lot more of the brace, get a lot more uh, money uh, than uh, uh, the county schools do. And uh, there's a lot of kids out there who have a large uh, uh, lunch debt. And of course, praise God, uh, she said that, you know, Washington County in particular uh, does not do uh, lunch shaming. You know, there was a time where if they couldn't afford, here's your cold sandwich, go on. Now uh, they'll let them have the food that they, they need to, to eat on. But there's a little bit of huge lunch debt. And when that the school board has to pay that, that takes away from uh, textbooks and things that the school needs. So, you know, in showing hospitality, we can maybe, if you can afford it, to uh, go to the school and say, hey, I want to I want to help pay on some of this lunch debt to help these kids be able to eat. They have clothing closets, be able to donate clothes, even use clothes new clothes, whatever, to help some of these kids who are coming in and, and don't have, you would be shocked uh, at the amount of kids who are homeless going to school, living out of cars, living out of basement of churches. And I don't think people realize the amount of poverty in this area. You know, it's great that we have uh, missionaries and we have people willing to go out and help underprivileged um, countries. And, and that's good, poverty-stricken countries. That's good. I'm glad we have that. And if that's where the Lord leads you, fantastic. But don't re neglect to realize that uh, there are people right here in our own, in our own area that needs help. And uh, even with Shop of the Cop program, they need donations. They need help with that, whether you're in Jonesboro, uh, Washington County, uh, Police, uh, Sullivan County, Carter County, Johnson City Police Department. These people, you know, you can go straight to the police station and say, hey, I want to help with Shop of the Cop. And if you don't want to donate money, you can literally, they will give you a list of names. They will give you the money and you go out and, and, and in a group and, and buy the things that are needed for these families. And so when we see this about, uh, don't not forget, do can't speak this morning. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, okay? So when we look at that, uh, understand there are various many ways that we can uh, help those around us, showing the love of Jesus within us. So be praying about these things. And uh, as I said, I spoke about this last night uh, before I was preaching. Now, I think it's something we all need to pray about. And if it's something we can afford to do or, or in some way help to volunteer our time, we need to do so. I think that's something that's very important. But in the second part of this verse, it says, For thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Now, when you look at the uh, Old Testament in particular, or really the Bible in general, it seems that angels appeared all the time. You know, just like, you know, but, you know, really... 
it was really a rare instance uh, in the scheme of things. If you look at it in the large picture, it, it was it was rare even during that time. But you know, when you read the Bible, like, wow, you know, angels seem to appear all the time, but they don't now. Uh, but it was really uh, sparse in that time as well. But we can look at different examples. Uh, you can look at Abraham and Hagar, who gave birth to Ishmael, and the angel saw her crying and and came to her. You saw the the angels who who come to uh, Lot, and you know, he didn't know that they were angels. He thought they were just men. Uh, you know, and and uh, brought them into his home to take care of them. We read stories about angels uh, who appeared. In fact, uh, my dad was speaking, uh, I hope it's, I think it's probably last Sunday. He's talking about a, a woman who's extremely ill and a little girl, uh, uh, her daughter went and got, fetched this physician, said, my mother's got a high fever. She's dying. She needs help, needs medication. Uh, the man goes over there and he said, and he was able to help her and got to her just in the nick of time. And he said, uh, uh, you know, uh, you better really thank your daughter. She had, if she hadn't come to me when she did, you would have died. She said, my, my daughter died years ago. And she and he opened up the closet, and there was the very clothes that this little girl was wearing that come and got him. Now some may consider that a ghost story, but I don't believe in ghosts. It's either either something is from God or it's from the devil. And even even Satan can appear as an angel of light. And Satan will send uh, can uh, uh, can send demons to terrorize somebody if somebody don't think it's a ghost. And and you and I've had people literally laugh at me, literally laugh in my face when I said that demons are real and that angels are real. And so you know that's your prerogative. You can believe or you can just believe. I don't tell you you have to do anything. You know, that's one great thing about God's word. You're not forced to believe. You know, you have other religions out there that if you don't believe, then uh, you will be stoned to death, beheaded, whatever. But in God's word, you're not forced. You know, all we can do is be the messenger and say, look, here's what you can have, eternal life. You can have Jesus Christ or you can have hell for all of eternity. It's your choice. You know, you got no way to blame but yourself. But I'm kind of getting off topic here a little bit. But, uh, you know, you never know. Uh, there if you're entertaining an angel or not, you know, I know uh, my dad in particular, he, he know, can, can recall several instances where he feels confident uh, that he did in fact talk to an angel. So we don't know, uh, you know, I do believe angels are real, uh, but do believe in uh, guardian angels. Uh, and uh, so uh, even there's instances where even in the Bible, when we talk time and again, or people have talked, particularly elderly people have talked about how they felt like angel wings were around them and that uh, right before they died or they felt discomfort, which obviously was God. But, you know, I do believe that God can send comforting angels. Uh, and uh, thank you, uh, Delena. And um, so uh, angels are real. You know, we're not to bow before angels. We're not to worship angels. Look at every case and instance in the Bible where someone tried to bow before an angel and they were like, no, get up. You don't do that. You know, they, they stopped it right there and then. So if someone you come across or worshiping angels say, hey, you're, you're worshiping the wrong thing. Just like you have people who worship Mary. Uh, Mary was not of, of any kind of deity. Uh, she was chosen for a special purpose, but that's wrong in itself. The only person to be uh, worshiped, the only, only one to be adored is Jesus Christ because he was fully man and he was fully God. That's why he was the only one able to die on the cross to atone for our sins. No other man could do it. You know, any man could have said, yeah, I want to die for you. It wouldn't have mattered. It took someone like Jesus Christ, who was fully God and fully man, uh, to, to die in order to save us. But he rose again, obviously, with 500 witnesses to prove that resurrection. And um, so, you know, it, it amazes me, those out there who want to who want to doubt uh, the deity of Jesus Christ and his atoning work on the cross. And that, you know, one good thing, you know, I always think about too with Jesus Christ, even though he's fully God, uh, when he was being tempted by Satan, uh, he was tempted uh, and he was, you. I mean, he was uh, being tempted as a man uh, and he 
reacted and responded to demonstrate to us how to fight back against the Satan's attempts to tempt us to do something we shouldn't be. And every time Satan attempt, uh, tried to tempt him, uh, he always uh, quoted scripture. He always fought back with scripture. And that's how we fight back each and every day with those verses. That's why I say it's imperative important that we use our Bibles every day. And, that, and that's what I was talking about last night. The Bible is the bread of life. You know, there's people out there who are dieting all the time and, and trying to lose weight. And there's people who go to the extreme that are anorexic. Well, there's so many anorexic Christians out there and they don't even realize that they have starved themselves spiritually and don't realize that they need that bread of life, that we need to be in the, God's word every day, feeding our, our souls, our minds, our bodies, our spirits. And, you know, and it's a great thing to know that um, Jesus Christ will, you know, he sends that what is known as the paracletos, that Holy Spirit, that comforter as he ascended he sent down his holy spirit that third person of the trinity to god us, direct us to to show us the direction and and that third person of the trinity i think sometimes can take on the the form of an angel to direct us a certain you know you see these things you know you read stories all the time about miraculous things that have had that have happened and so i truly believe that angels are real and do exist uh, you know, could they take the form of a loved one? I don't see why not. Why they couldn't take the form of a loved one? But realize that your loved ones, all right, are not here. All right, and, and people, I think, you know, to deal with their grief, sometimes they want to say, "Well, I know that such and such was right here with me." Well, uh, the way I want to look at it is that um, yes, there's. And scripture says, "A uh, we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses." I believe that in the good parts of our life, that a veil can be moved back. You know, I think I think we think of heaven up here and hell down here. But I think it, in terms of dimensions, the fact that a veil can be pulled back and they can see us in the good things of our lives. And uh, so as far as them being, literally being here with us, you know, I'm not going to sit and knock somebody if they feel that way because they're grieving. I'm not going to sit there and say, well, brother, you blow, you know, I go sit there and give some theological argument. You know, if that's what, how they feel, you know, that's, you know, I'm not going to sit there and argue the case. But, um, uh, you know, understand that uh, when we die, when God's word says, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So we're not here hanging around. So if you know Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, the, to be, when you die, you're immediately in the presence of God or you're in hell. I mean, just, there's no two ways about it. But again, I feel like there are times uh, that uh, I almost feel like my, my grandfather, both my grandfathers or my best friend Lance has uh, went on to be home with the Lord uh, or, or uh, David, my best friend David, it went on that day. There's times that I feel like I can feel like maybe the Lord's letting them look down on me from time to time. And, and, and I believe in that. And uh, in fact, a case of point, my best friend Lance died of cancer. You know, I don't put a lot of stock in dreams, but I, I really don't. I, in fact, studies show that usually when you dream something, it's something you've watched on TV about 15 or read 15 minutes before you went to sleep. And usually a lot of times that's what your dreams are about. But uh, when my friend Lance died, it was literally uh, that day he died that night. Uh, I remember uh, opening up. I remember everything behind me was white. The whole back behind me, I remember just white. There was nothing, but there was like a glass door, and I opened that door like you're walking into a business. And my friend Lance, he had, uh, where he had bone cancer, he had his leg below the knee removed. It come back, and he had to have the above the knee more removed. And I remember distinctly uh, him sitting behind a counter, and he had that leg up on the counter, and is fully restored, and uh, his his leg was there almost showing me that he had, had regained his leg back, he had a renewed body, and he sat there, and he looked at me and smiled, and he said, I just want to tell you bye. 
So, uh, you know, uh, that was just as real to me as I'm sitting here right now. And I do believe in certain instances that God allows uh, perhaps loved ones to to send us a message or to tell us something like that. And we can talk to our loved ones. I've, I've said this many times in, in funerals, and it's true. You can say, Jesus, uh, for example, I can say, tell my papa Leo, I love him and I'm missing. And I know they'll get that message. Jesus will say, hey, uh, Leo, come here. Uh, your grandson said, tell you he loves you. So uh, I understand the pain of, of dealing with death and uh, losing loved ones. But uh, always show that hospitality because you never know. Who knows? You may be, you know, you might, uh, there might be times you're uh, being nasty. Don't realize you might be talking to an angel, you know, but let's always make sure that we're showing that reflection of Jesus Christ. No matter, <clears throat> excuse me, no matter who we talk to, wherever we're at, whatever we do, whether we think somebody's an angel or not, let us always be a witness and demonstrate the love of Christ in all areas and all facets of our life. And uh, because, you know, you never know. You may, we may get to heaven and say, hey, you know what? Uh, that person you helped out that day that uh, had the flat tire or, or needed help with some groceries or needed, you know, that was an angel. He was being, uh, we wanted to, God wanted to see if uh, he would help this person when they needed. You, know, you never know. Uh, you never know. But that's not why we do it. We do it out of our love for Jesus Christ. We do it out of servitude because we love Jesus so much that we want to share that same grace and love to those around us. And when we, because like I said, this, we may be the only Bible some people read. And when they see that love within us, buddy, they, you know, they say, Hey, I want what they have. What does they have uh, that I don't? How can they be smiling in the midst of tragedy? And Delana's right, agape, that agape love, you know, you, there's, there's eros, that a, what is known as where we get the word erotic, erotic love. There's filio, where you get uh, the, war, uh, the word, uh, where the uh, Philadelphia, the, the city of brotherly love, where that comes from. But you have the agape love, that love that only comes from Jesus Christ, a pure, untainted love, which only comes from God above. And man, when you've got that, you've got everything. So uh, when you go out today, don't let your problems and worries uh, consume you. Give those over to God and ask God, how can I serve you today? Whether it's an angel unaware or entertaining strangers, help me, Lord Jesus, show that hospitality, love, grace, forgiveness in my heart in all areas. Let us have a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for another day. Thank you for another opportunity to spread the gospel message. Lord, let us always be a reflection of you. Uh, Lord, let us always be ready to help those in need. And uh, without uh, grumbling and complaining, uh, let us do it joyfully and cheerfully, Lord Jesus, because we never know when we are indeed entertaining angels unaware, just like the angels have, uh, that have that have appeared many, many times in the Bible. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this today that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, please be with our uh, teachers, our bus drivers, parents, and children who are going to school today. Let them get there and back safely without any problems or complications. Uh, be with our first responders. Be with our police officers, Lord. Please let them know that they are loved, needed, and appreciated. Be with our active military. Lord, there's uh, so many uh, who come on social media and at church who are in need of prayer and have unspoken concerns or requests. And I pray that you'll be with each and every one of those situations. Your will be done in those situations. Be with our nation, and I pray that people 
will uh, that you will touch their hearts and minds and come to know you like never before. And Lord, uh, I know that uh, there are those great many who love our president. And there's great many who hate our president. But regardless of where you're at on the spectrum, as Christians, we must pray for our nation's leaders. And I pray for our president. And I pray that you put protection about him and his family. And I pray that you give him discernment, wisdom, and knowledge, and understanding that he will seek you, whether it's him or whoever's in office, that they will seek you for all things. And Lord, we love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I thank you. Uh, oh, you're welcome, Tina. I appreciate each of y'all watching this morning. And uh, I hope everybody has a great day and a blessed day. And remember, uh, these devotions and uh, and the church uh, sermons are on my Apple podcast. It's free. It don't cost you anything. Docian Chronicles, uh, I do a podcast uh, once a week. But uh, this, these, these uh, devotions, sermons are always uploaded. So if you're working out, exercising, or at work and can listen, you can list these right here and uh, and on your phone uh, without any problems or complications. If you have friends and family who might uh, you think would like to benefit from uh, these uh, daily devotionals, uh, they can find me on Twitter, Dr. Matthias Young, or they can add me on Facebook at DocYoung77S and uh, go on there. And uh, if you want to watch any archived sermons, uh, Fountain Life Bible Church, you can go to flbconline.com and watch on there as well, guys, and keep up with announcements. So, hope everybody has a great day, a blessed day, and a fantabulous day today. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching.